Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, Buffalo's a very good team, but I thought we competed hard, and then about 30-minute mark, we just we had four or five opportunities going to the basket. We just we just didn't convert any of them, and you have to score points. They're a good team. We're not going to win too many games scoring 23 points in the second half. We've got a couple weeks before the conference starts. We've got to have some good work. We got to work hard. We got to get two games in, and uh, we've got to get a lot better. The expectations are all based on we won three games last year. We lost 14 games last year in the regular season. We have the same team back with some help, but it's the same team that lost 14 games. So there's a reason we lost 14 games. So having all five starters back doesn't mean... They lost 14 games. I've seen teams with all five starters back that lost 20 games. This team lost 14 games last year in the regular season, I think. Is that right, Mike? Somewhere in there. Pretty close. I've always tried to say this. It's what you, this is what you are. Your record is what you are. This is what we are. It's not what people thought we could be or hoped we could be or think we could be. This is what we are. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it with your friends. And as always, subscribe. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. You can find us there on Facebook and Twitter. And we are the only show centered around giving the fans a platform. So welcome uh, that was 12 regular season losses, two post-losses uh, that <laughs> Coach was talking about. Uh, just thought I'd clear that up. Syracuse loses back-to-back non-conference games in the Dome for the first time since 1975, 71-59 against Buffalo. And this is why we can't have nice things, folks, because I end up throwing them. So uh, <laughs> you'll hear from us. We'll hear from you. And Arkansas State comes to the Dome December 22nd at 2 p.m. And we'll tell you what to expect there. But first, we've got to hear from the folks over at MyBookie. Uh, bowl season is here. And it's time to get in on the action. If you're not getting in on the action with my bookie, you're just not doing it right. So don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives and friends sit around watching the game. Not this year, not with a record 41 bowls to bet on, including the national championship on January 7th. It really is the most wonderful time of year, right? I mean, hence the intro music. Make sure... (laughs) You're ready for daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. Uh, Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money during bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Join MyBookie today, and they will offer you a 50-cent 
or 50, yeah, 50 cents, a whole 50 cents, uh, a 50% <laughs> deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for bowl season. Use promo code QS25 when you deposit to activate that offer. That's promo code QS25 at my bookie. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. 50 cents. <laughs> you get the 50 cents. You get that 50 cents. So, wow, it's rough. It's rough, but we're here. We're here with you. We're doing it together, folks. We're doing it together. You yeah. know, we're all feeling the same pain, you know? Right, Joe? This is right, our therapy. Right, right, yeah. right Joe? Absolutely. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get into a, a couple things super quick here. Uh, newly signed three-star recruit Cooper Dawson. He's a 6'5", 250-pound defense vent. Uh, he had one of the best signing day moments I think you'll ever watch. I thought it was fantastic. I may be biased because yeah. he committed to Syracuse, but... Pretty awesome. If you haven't seen it, we retweeted it from the Twitter and um, CNY Central, and we put up CNY Central's video on Facebook as well, and yeah. you can check it out there. Joe, uh, there's a couple more, um, a couple more prospects that signed today. You want to clue us in? No, we no? don't have okay. to go too. Cool. We don't have to go too crazy into it, but you know. Uh, <laughs> We had 17 players uh, commit during this early signing period, so it's good to kind of get that out of the way. And Gino Babers had his uh, press conference about the recruiting class and everything and talked about how we have, uh, you know, plus or minus around five spots left. So between looking at uh, graduate transfers, transfers, junior college guys, and kind of just trying to get the best available player – that's what they're kind of looking to fill the rest of their team with uh, up up until signing day, which I believe is February 4th. Um, so, but yeah, overall, it was a good day. We, uh, everybody that we uh, had committed, pretty much, uh, I think everybody signed. So, and like you said, we had the uh, Cooper Dawson commit, which is really, really cool. It's awesome to have, you know, those are the type of guys you want up, class, up in campus. You class know, yeah, act, class man. Guys. Class right. act, that guy. Just amazing. So, uh, really cool. Um, so, real quick, because, like, <clears throat> I, I'm not even sure if I should bring it up, really, to be honest with you. But um, Joe and I, we try our best to um, toe the line between being maybe too emotional or too overreactive or knee jerk, if you will. Um, especially, I mean, for me, mostly it's anger for Joe. It's mostly, I don't know. He's too, he's too chill sometimes, but, um, no, no, I'm laid back. I don't like yeah. kind of overreact, uh, you know, but it's early in the season. You don't hear, you don't come here to hear us kick players and teams while they're down. And, you know, I wouldn't want to tune into a podcast and hear that. And I don't expect you would either, but, um, you know, I can empathize with, you know, the comments last night. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It was Some of it was a little brutal. I get the anger. I totally do. But I'm just going to support these guys no matter what. I love them. They're going through a, a rough skid right now. You heard Coach talk about the expectations were based on three games last year and the yeah. fact that we got five starters coming back. Well, right. like he said, those three games were one. Well, how many points did we win those games by? Three points, or four, it was like less than five points for the three games. I don't know; they were really close games, but they, they were they were really close. And um, it's just you know, it's rough. It's rough. It is. It's rough. Yeah. And we we well, hear a lot you. of people look forward to but, it. You know, they got the winner. You got the 
the holidays coming up and we usually do a lot better than that in non-conference. So I can understand the frustration, oh, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's early. And I know it's like early, yeah. history doesn't really suit us well when it comes to a record like this in non-conference, but, um, do we want to mention that real quick, the record? You can go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, so where is it? I had it down here. Yeah, no, uh, here three, three previous times under Beheim, uh, when we've lost four non-conference games, they didn't make the tournament in any of those years, 82, 15, and 17. So, Is it four or more, though? What's that? Is it four or more, though? I think it's lost four, lost at least four conference games. Okay. So non-conference, yeah. or non-conference, yeah. So well, that's not you, good. Only you know, three and forty-three years. No, it's not years. good. Ugh. It's not good. But here, here's back to my back to my original point is that we're kind of spoiled as Syracuse fans. It's been a little rough lately, but we're usually pretty spoiled, you know. Um, yeah. It's just still coming together. That's all, you know. I I I don't want to sit here and sound like too much of a homer, but you know, we we can we're gonna take it game by game. And that's all I can do, you know? No, yeah. Well, so, that's all you can do at this point. Uh, uh, like yeah, we talked much. about before, um, in basketball, you have the, you know, the, I guess, positive aspect of being able to get better as the season goes on and be able to prove yourself and still get into the tournament later in the season. So, I mean, you know, we're setting the table for what we have to do in the ACC, and that's kind of what non-conference is. You know, you uh, play some some tough games and you play some cupcakes and you kind of hope that you end up with a pretty, uh, decent, um, you know, record. table that's kind of set, you know, uh, yeah, a record. And, you know, if you end up like this, I mean, we end up, if we win our next two games, nine and four, like you said, history really doesn't, you know, bode too well for us, but, um, that just tells you kind of what you need to do in the ACC, you know, and right now we're not ready to compete in the ACC. So, no, but the opportunities are there, and, and so right. we'll just have to see what happens. Um, you know, when no, it's happened before. Yeah, so. it's happened before, and you know, I I we just tore through the Big East tournament with Jerry McNamara when we weren't going to make it. So yeah, that was the yeah that was the year we won won ten effing games without Jerry McNamara. Right. So, but stuff happens. So yeah. Um. So, anyways, we kid here a lot. We kid here a lot about Chukwu and stuff, but. You know, it's all in fun. There was some brutal stuff last night. So, mm, yeah. uh, a recap in two minutes or less brought to us by JP Mulligan's um, happy hour every Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Trivia Tuesdays, every NFL game every Sunday. And of course, they play every Syracuse game. Go there, grab some wings, grab a cold one, stool wings. up, get some swag. If uh, Nick is behind the bar and he'll hand you uh, some things and you can take them home or plaster them all over your vehicle and show everybody how cool you are when you when you have some Cuse Militia stickers and stuff. Uh, the Orange dropped to 7-4 to four overall, losing control of the game late again in the second half, this time against Buffalo. Uh, Syracuse still leads the series, though. The series is uh, at 28-6, and six, so oh, that's hey. pretty awesome. <laughs> not awesome. Like, not like it matters. Uh, it was another it ugly second half of basketball. Syracuse did not have an answer on either end of the ball late in the game. Hughes led the Orange with 16 points. He was 6-14 for 14 from the field, 42.8%, 2 for 4 of his three thro- free throws. Uh, and if you would have told me, that Howard was finally going to have a, a breakout game compared to what he's done for the season. I would have said we probably win that game, but no. 
he he was five for thirteen for thirteen points, and he was three for five from from distance. Tyus struggled. He ended up with eleven. Brissett scored ten, but I'm not sure how many he left on the court. He left at least three free throws on the court as he went mm-hmm. zero and zero and three from the line. Uh, you know, and this is becoming a problem now. I think it's clear to everybody. Uh, five and thirteen as a team for the game, thirty eight point five percent. They also got crushed on the boards again, forty eight to thirty five. Holy cow. And uh, mm-hmm. 18 to 10 offensively. And those 18 for Buffalo were turned into 12 points. I'm I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but they shot 57% in the first half. Yeah. Best of the season. They come out of the second half, they shoot 27.6% in the second. I'm like, what is going on? You know, I don't care how good of a first half you play, no matter how good it is, you, I mean, you're probably not going to win those games if you play like that in right. the second half. So uh, the offense is bad right now. I talked to Joe earlier, and I didn't really get it. I didn't really feel him out too much for it, but I think uh, it's time for some kind of set offense to be sprinkled in here one way or another somehow. Um, you know, we can't wait until there's three to ten seconds left in the shot clock to figure out, you know, who and where the ball is going to be shot. I mean, yeah. It's killing. It's the. I think the offense needs to be sped up, and we continue to do what we're doing on defense. And you kind of you can change the dynamic. Problem is, people are trying to create shots, and it's it's not working. It's not working. No, no. It's predicated, like our offense is predicated on pick and roll picks and um, off ball picks, trying to basically create uh, switches and create mismatches, and then you try to get the ball to the mismatch. Uh, drive the lane, try to make something happen, just be aggressive, uh, just try not to make dumb shots, you know, and just too many times when you watch, there's too many players just standing around um, and waiting for Tyus or somebody else to, to do something, and like you said, it's just bad right now, man. Like, and- they just, it's just tough, because I mean, like you said, we shot really good, and we even, we ended up shooting the game 42%, but still, um it was because of the 57, though, in the first half. And we were only right. we were only up by four to go in the locker room. And that was due – a lot of that was due, Joe, to the second chances Buffalo got. And right. we were – I'm not sure what the first half numbers were for field goals or for free throws. But, right. um, you know, uh, let's see. Well, they scored too easy the last 10 minutes. Like Beheim said in his press conference, it's like after 30 minutes – we kind of just fell apart, and um, you know, I thought there's some bad calls out there. I don't want, want to blame the refs, but between the free throws and a couple of timely calls, it kind of took us, you know, too far out of the game at the end of the game, and it was just kind of bad timing the way that it worked out. And uh, you know, we just have to do better finishing. I thought we were efficient shooting the three-point ball the first half, but we weren't shooting a lot of them, you know. And then just to see us finishing six to 22 that's pretty bad and you know the free throws were bad um we talked about it earlier we had at least three if not four um front end one and one free throw uh, attempts missed um i think we went back and counted there was four do right right so i mean the turnovers were even and you you talked about the offensive rebound second chance points that kind of stuff Beheim talked about how there's a couple different times off turnovers and different rebounds where they got out and ran and they got some easy transition buckets. And um, CJ Massenberg, like I talked about, came back with a vengeance. And I mean, the guy shot five, he shot 50% for the day, four of eight from the three point line. I think he was eight of 16. 
uh, had 25 points. So he was, um, he was an animal and Buffalo. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I haven't watched enough basketball to say that they're definitely a top 15 team, but they are a for real team that is definitely, definitely going to be a problem for whoever they, you know, face in the tournament. So they yeah. might not even have to win their conference to get into the tournament. I mean, what what do you think of the defense overall? It was more or less the 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 boards that was that was killing the defense, you know, because in the first half they weren't yeah. faring real well. They were shooting, they were just launching up threes. They just weren't going. They, I'm talking about Buffalo. That is, you know, yeah. they, they got some. Oh, that's what saved them the first half. Yeah, saved Syracuse. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's no, it saved Buffalo. What's I mean, the, I thought we could have been up a lot more. They didn't shoot very well at all. I mean, I thought the percentage as far as they were in the 20s, I, I believe, and we were 57 percent. We were only up four. Right. So, I mean, the um, the second chance points and when we actually forced turnovers, we'd come back and just get another turnover like those kind of things. Dribbling off the leg or the right. Foot. That kept that. Yeah, that yeah. kept um, Buffalo closer than what it probably should have been in the first half. They did come out with energy, though. They came out with energy, unlike they did against ODU. The game was very similar to ODU, like eerily similar. No, they came out with energy. They came out with energy. I thought both games. That's what's weird because we always talk this all the way up to ODU. We were talking about they were slow starters. Right. They yeah. were, yeah. you know, the first yeah. half was the rough half, and then we'd always have to come back in the second half. Uh-huh. And then the last two games has been the complete opposite. We've came out and we've played pretty good, you know, relative to how we played this year in the first half and we've gone into the half with leads um, just to come back and really kind of get crushed in the second half. Yeah. Well, let's from here. How about we do some fan feedback? Yeah. All out? right. Is it You're positive? Right? Huh? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, no, I did. Look, like you said, I'm kind of all on board with just, you know, you got to take it one game at a time. Uh, I know that, you know, the, you know, the, um, the record doesn't look good, but Hey, I mean, the four teams that we played against actually really have a really or lost against. We have a really good chance of all being tournament teams. Um, Ohio State, uh, their only loss right now is us, so that's going to be a decent win when it comes down to it. So the numbers are going to be there. It's just we got to figure it out, get these next two non-conference games, and get ready for ACC play. Yeah, um, honestly, I thought we were going to beat Buffalo. I thought we because this team is so good. At they're so resilient. They 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 bounce back usually. They respond right. to that a lot yeah. of times, you know. And I really thought they were going to come out and they were going to beat Buffalo. I knew it was going to be close. But I mean, you kind of had to have one of those two games. And obviously, if you had to pick one, I guess you'd pick the ODU game at home like that. But no, either one. But either one. It's just right, I mean, Buffalo. Yeah. Like I said, they're. They're on a different level. It's a bad as, loss, you know, though. That's a worse loss at the end of the day. Buffalo? Uh, no, oh, I'm sorry. ODU is a worse loss at the end oh, of the day. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yes. No, it definitely is, I so guess. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying – that's why I'm saying, you know, if you had to pick one or the other, I, I guess the ODU one because lo- it looks worse. On the, right. But on the resume. So, you know, it. we got some cupcake games coming up kind of. And uh, – mm. <laughs> I'd hate to call it that after that. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, let, hell, you know, let's we can piggyback off of comments. Let's do this. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the Loud House, the best damn college sports fans in the nation. 
All right, you know what to do. The universal handle on the Twitter and the Facebook is at Cuse Militia. Propose a question at the end of every game. Go there and leave us your thoughts. And it was flooded last night. Mm-hmm. Some good, some bad, some not bad, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I am I'm not gonna touch the really nasty ones. This is the nastiest one I'll touch. I'm gonna do it first. Um at USA Proud one two three. This is the most boring, no passion group of guys I have ever seen. Frank Howard is a wimp. Brissett is way overrated. I think Battle is a good player, but not a leader. All other players, including Buddy, should be in division on division three teams. Bayheim recruiting sucks. S. So, Joe. Yeah, that's just. Joe. I almost want to say that's troll, but uh, I mean, that's just. You can't. They're not Division Three team. They're players. I don't know what he's talking about. That's no, just way I know. overboard. But It's way overboard, but it's just, you know. Uh, that's kind of like. Recruiting. I will say something yeah. about the recruiting. I said this to my brother today. I said, uh, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall with the center position. It's been like that for a couple of years. I would have thought that they could have maybe found something. I mean, I don't know. You know, I know they were trying. I knew they were trying. But um, at Chris Pallone, can't shoot, can't rebound. But if you like to watch four guys stand around 25 feet from the hole as one dude tries to create, this is your team. (laughs) Well, it's kind of what it looks like every once in a while. (laughs) Once in a while. (laughs) That is the offense in a nutshell. It really is. It's all putting on. It's all being put on Tyus. And well, I can't say that. Not all of no. it, because Hughes it's is not always. Up. It's just, but it's a lot of one on one. It's not creative. No, you're I right. mean, I it's understand where people are coming from. Yeah, it's not creative. That's the, that's the key word right there. That's a good way to put it. Um, at Keeler Connor. Just a disappointment all around. Our centers were non-existent as usual. Brissett needs to stop shooting the three ball and drive to the lane. We miss crucial one and ones. I'm not even mad anymore like like I have been the last few games. I'm just disappointed. Um, Joe? Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse? Really? I thought that was very fair. No, I'm just saying as far as being disappointed, it's like one of those things where you're oh. like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Like, that's worse. Yeah, it's like you've just submitted. Like, you've just rolled yeah, over and pissed yeah. on your own belly. Right. And- it's almost, yeah, right. <laughs> right? We're 11 games in and you're like, oh, this is what it is. So, yeah, this is a disappointment. Um, mm. At Vive, Vival Orange, garbage again. This team is not a good team right now. They are out-hustled and leave too many points on the board with horrendous free-throw shooting. Yeah, they're leaving. Brissett left a lot of points out on the floor. Yeah. Mine is, you take his three. It's not just even free-throw free shooting. No, I'm it's, saying. I mean, sometimes it's just missing the easy ones, missing the like bunnies. Like a dunk? Look. Nah, maybe. Look, I mean, you got to make a dunk. A dunk doesn't have to be slamming the ball through the hole at 100 miles an hour. You know, Tyus had a beautiful dunk. Had he missed it, he'd have looked like a total idiot because he was wide open. You know what I'm saying? So right. so you, that's the risk you take when you try to be flashy and Brissett bouncing off the iron, back of the iron and, right. you know, it looked goofy. So, right. Well, I wouldn't say, I mean, there's kind of, I mean, just like any sport, like there's a luck factor when it comes to a certain 
you know, timely calls, timely turnovers off of different turnovers and like basically overall points you leave off like the on the court, like what he was talking about. And I just think like right now, I mean, we would be like dead last when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like all the little things, you know, the, even coming down to luck in certain calls. I mean, it, we just, it just kills us. Like we don't get those points right now anyway. So it just is what it is, you know? Right. Uh, at JBEX underscore five. Hate to say it, but Bayheim has to hang it up. Has to Wait, I'm sorry. Hate to say it, but Bayham has to hang it up or be open to running more modern-day offense. One-on-one isos or a simple ball screen doesn't work anymore. Hashtag Hopkins. Hop- Hopkins has moved on. He's, mm-hmm. he's where he wants to be, folks. Right. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, he's back home in his hometown, so that ain't happening. Yeah. Well, but, at yeah. some point, I mean, I hate the fact that you like people calling out. Obviously, the coaches and this, this, and that, and we've been huge on – you know, the coaching and sticking up for him and everything. And obviously, I don't want anybody to lose their job, or nor do I think anybody should be fired. But, um, I mean, we've had recent success. Uh, but, you know, you sometimes wonder the way that the game is played now with, you know, three-point shots. You know, they're getting eaten. More people are shooting them a little bit farther. Um, and it really doesn't really go well with the 2-3 the zone, you know. So... Sometimes the, the, I mean the game is surpassing. Dude, some of, I mean I'm just well I'm just thinking because like think about how long it's been like we grew up and we've always really never had. I mean I don't remember a lot of times where there was a problem for us to make the tournament. Like not too many times have we been on the bubble. It's no, usually not, we're solid. Yeah, usually we're solidly up. in. Mm-hmm. You know, and now like the last five six years it's been like bubble 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 like. It's actually and, been it's actually been longer than that. It seems like that, but if you go back and look, it's been touch right. and go. It has. Right. So, I mean, realistically, you know, you just kind of got to look at it like you got to make you got to make something happen. You know, as a coach, if something's not working, you got to make something happen. So I just think he's trying to, you know, wait out this whole Frank Howard thing. Uh, I think we do have, you know, at least this definitely this next one, but maybe even St. Bonaventure as well. Like you said, I don't want to call them cupcakes, but we should win those games. And hopefully, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things where he allows these next two games to kind of get the stuff together before the ACC play or else we might see some, some major changes as far as what we're going to do, because obviously something's not working. Yeah. Well, and I would say it's mostly on offense because the games that we are winning are usually because of the defense they are always low score, close games, you know, and I think something needs to be changed on offense. I want to see – I mean, look, I'm not a freaking coach, man. I'm not – I'm just saying, I remember back in the day, the offense ran a little faster and the defense slowed the, uh, the opposing team's offense down. And it was a horrible combination for opponents. Right. And, you know, in the fast breaks and the alley-oops and stuff like that, like, it's just not in sync if you're creating your own plays. It's just not in sync. Right. So – and I don't know – you know, maybe a lot of it has to, you know, Pascal Chuku, he comes up, he, 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 he draws a pick in our screen. And then, I mean, you know, it's like the same thing over and over again. It's only a matter of time before they're like, okay, they know what's going to happen. They, right. they know what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's why at the end of the game, they're running out of options. Cause they're like, well, we've seen this 20 times already. Right. So, <laughs> you know, uh, at Guinea snake 32, people who think Jim Beheim needs to be fired are honestly insane. How entitled and brain dead do you have to be to realize that, he is, on, he is the only reason we're 
in half these games. I don't see him shooting free throws or missing rebounds at the end of the game, yet everyone is hating. <laughs> right? That's bold. That's bold. That's a that's a that's a small fish in a big font big pond full of big fish. Yeah. Because uh, there's not there wasn't much of that on the thread. Um yeah, I don't like I said, man, I don't think it's Jim Beheim needs to go. I think Jim Beheim is a good enough coach to maybe just change some things, tweak some things, and he can still have his signature defense and the team could be better. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. Let's see. At Orange Party 2003, uh, got to want to be a team. Got to want to be a team. Got to want to play. All the talent in the world doesn't trump effort when this team finds the will and wants to win. It will. It, they will go on a roll. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that actually piggybacks on exactly what I just said. Right. So, and a lot of it, too, has been effort, like you said. I mean, there's... I mean, going back from the UConn game to Old Dominion to Buffalo, especially like, I mean, out of the games that we've lost, I mean, talent wise, I think Oregon was the only team that maybe had more talent than us. I mean, these other teams, it was all effort. And I mean, again, it's like one of the more talented teams that we've seen. I mean, I think we have some good players on our team, but they just don't play well together. I mean, you look at the point guard to power forward position, there's not too many teams in the country that have the players that we have. It's just they just don't play together. Like, they just can't seem to get it done together. What, and I just don't. What, in your opinion, does it look like? I mean, is it selfish play? Is it, um, I mean, are, are, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, just, I just. I don't know either. I think just, a lot of it has to do early with just a leader as far as being able to have a point guard to, to run the show. And that we were looking for that to be Frank Howard. And I think, again, the things that we've talked about, I think we're still waiting for that. So can Frank without Howard, a leader, you know, it just, I mean, your quarterback's your leader in football, you know, and same thing with point guard. He runs the show. And if they're not on point, then it can make the whole thing look bad. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, it's, Exactly. Uh, Ken on Facebook, a loss is always disappointing, but let's not forget these kids are busting their ass. You can't create or fix talent, but you can fix free throw shooting and protecting the ball. Definitely two areas we'll need for close games after New Year's. We still going to dance with with a, uh, a heart uh, orange basketball emoji. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the. Uh... You like the confidence in Ken? We still yeah. gonna dance. I do. Um, look, I do because he's right. Would... Because I mean, it's like we talked about before the little things. It's yeah. right now. I mean, this year it's been. I mean, you look at rebounding and free throw shooting, and we're in almost every single game at the end of it. Basic, fundamentally, fundamental stuff. Things you can control, man. Yeah. Um, and this, this backs this this backs that last comment from Nick. I think the biggest problem we lack is strength. Uh, we're so tall and long that we can't box out or post up. They get all rebounded. They get out rebounded all the time because no no one hustles to find the body to box out when the shot is up. Okay, so in the zone, Joe, the first thing you need to do is get to your area. <laughs> if there's someone, if there's someone to box out, there's someone to box out. But a lot of times there's not. Yeah, well, usually it's an area, but it's the closest man to your area, but. As the ball moves and shots go up, I mean, everybody is rotating and moving around, and um, it's more of a rebounding your area type thing, you know? Right. Kind of like, you know, you want to try to get a 
you want to try to get a body on the ball, but you can't leave areas wide open depending on where the ball is going to go. So it's kind of a sometimes it's as much as you say it. I mean, it's just a kind of an effort thing right there. Right. You and know? it's and then that's why Beheim likes these long players because right. he assumes that they're going to be able to get up for these balls. Right. Because not you're not always necessarily going to be in position to get a body on everybody. So it comes down to just being able to possibly read the ball going up, coming off the rim, and just basically, again, like we talk about, just effort. Like a lot of these games, it doesn't, like you said, we don't look interested. And you can tell the other teams are, they just look like they're playing harder. Yeah, no, they they definitely are. They definitely are. I mean, and you know what kills me is that Buffalo, I mean, they showed Buffalo head coach, what's his name? Refresh my memory real quick. Nate Oates. Yeah. Um, they showed him talking in the locker room pregame, and he was telling him, he's like, you guys are better, you guys have more energy, you, you know, you play harder than them, but you, they're not going to give it to you. And everything he, everything he said is true. Yeah. They did play they hard. They played hard, they, they, kept, they kept with it, and they ended up taking it from him. Yeah, and, uh, you know, effort, effort, effort. It's the little things. These are fixable things. That's what's so frustrating. Right. You know, so uh, Steve. It's all effort and concentration. Like that's. Yeah. Uh, Steven says Buffalo did all the right things. They played smart, knew their roles and had more heart. The orange too often looked lost on offense and for whatever reason, lacked the heart and will to match Buffalo. Our centers seem to have uh, to have. I don't know. Oh, oh, they seem to have regressed. And overall, it's hard to see any team leadership, which is really frustrating. Yeah, I mean, that encapsulates everything we were just talking about, too. Uh, yeah. Matthew says, this team needs an actual center, not just some tall guy who, who they put there because he has long arms. So- <laughs> uh, I'm sure you love that one. <laughs> but he can catch old stone hands. Uh, someone like Hakeem Ward, Orenzi Anawaku, Rick Jackson, or Fab Mello that won't get pushed around and can can uh, demand the ball offensively. Right now, most of their baskets rely on passing the ball around the arc until someone shoots a semi-contested three or goes one on one off. It goes one on one off of the way too predictable pick and roll. Um, yeah, <laughs> man. <Matthew. laughs> Matthew nails it. Uh, yep. So, yeah, we see a theme. I didn't purposely yeah. try to do that, but I did purposely try to to pick things that um, I thought encapsulated that game the best and without getting too mean. And I, that's why I just did the first one there. But, um, yeah, right. so, I mean, you know, we're just going to have to get two weeks. we got two weeks, okay? Yep. Once the first of the year hits, like – it's time to it's time to rock and roll. It's, it's go time. It's go time, and we'll see how they respond. So that is that. All right, Arkansas State comes into the Dome Saturday, December 22nd at 2 p.m. Um, they sit at 5-6 and six right now. They've won every home game, and they've lost every away game. So <laughs> they're actually 1-2 on neutral courts. Arkansas hits 40% of their field goals, 34.9% from three, and 74.2 from the line. Uh, two guys averaging double digits every game. Their best player, Ty Cockfield, 
shoots 45% from the field and 43.9% from behind the arc. And he averages 21.3 points a game. They basically got, they basically got cockfield. Right. Right. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty much what I gathered when I looked at, uh, you know. Um, I mean, it's, there's not too much to it, Sean. I mean, we just have to win. I'm not going to go into semantics of who's – I'm not going to even go through their whole – you know, like you said, they got Cockfield. Uh, they got a guy, Gillard, uh, who can kind of go off. Uh, he went off for 17 this past game. But pretty much Ty Cockfield has been the guy. I mean, he's scored over 20 points. I'm looking at at least eight times. So they're going to huck up threes. Their top three scores shoot um, pretty good from the three-point line. And um, they're just a small guard-oriented Sunbelt team who's probably going to come out and play hard, but they are sloppy. Um, Ken Pomeroy's got them really, really, I mean, shoot, 269th. So adjusted offense, 283. Adjusted defense, 172. Just... Um, they're not really, I mean, we got to win. That's all there is to it. I mean, I'd give them a little bit more, but I mean, I don't really want to waste my breath because if we lose, <laughs> we're, you oh, know. If we lose, bro, if we lose this game. Yeah. 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 Maybe. I mean, they allow so many more. I mean, I don't know. It's just tough. They allow more points against them than they score. So, um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, you're comes... talking. You're talking totals, obviously, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they've got they let 94 go by, 89 go by, 96 go by. 90, and they haven't really played anybody. 87, good. right? They had 90 against Eastern Illinois, 90 against uh, Abilene Christian, 96 against Grand Canyon. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know Grand Canyon had a basketball team. Who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, I knew that actually. Uh, their head coach is uh, Dan Marley, the old uh, Phoenix Suns coach. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, they're ex- they're actually not awful, but they. I mean, their best team they played against probably what, only Power Five team at Minnesota and lost by what sixteen. So yeah, yeah. Um, and Minnesota is really not the best team either. So um, we just have to go in and uh, honestly, we have to go in and kind of make. Arkansas State, I mean, just kind of be like, sorry. I'm sorry. We didn't, we don't mean it to be you. Like, nothing against you, nothing personal. But, just but we go need, off. but we need to, but, but we need to do this for us right now. You know what I mean? Like, and you just got to hope it's going to be that kind of game. Yeah. And because they, I'm sick of this other, I mean, at some point, they just got to, I mean, at some point, aren't you just like kind of embarrassed? Embarrassed. Like, look, and I'm not trying to, this is not a dig. This is not a dig. In the loss against Buffalo, there was a lot of Buffalo fans there, and they were actually cheered as they the, – the Buffalo fans were cheering, obviously. It was loud enough to where it resonated in that dome as Syracuse walked off the court and Buffalo yeah. held their hands in victory. That has got to do something to you right. as a player. If you're a competitor, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and if you, if you had any type, it doesn't matter what happened last year. Like if you had any type of goals this year, you know, I mean, there's still 20 regular season games, not counting conference tournament and any type of postseason tournament. If you had any type of goals, you know, like now is the time where you, something's got to go on. Yeah. You gotta, 
Something's got to happen. Something's got to be thrown down. I mean, you know, another thing to mention about Arkansas State is that they're pulling in like a thousand fans every game. Wow, that's impressive. You know, so they're going to be in front of Saturday afternoon, Arkansas State, 20,000, take away the the losses. I still say we pull 14,000. What do you think? I mean, honestly, I'm really not going to give give a number because I have no idea. Well, I'm, I know, obviously from last night we know that the fans are – not happy. Upset of it's upset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> out of the last two games, I mean, I don't know how much fans are going to pay to go watch this. Oh well, you know, a lot of those fans have season tickets. I mean, season ticket holders everywhere. So yeah, well, then you know what? On top of that, too, I mean, with the holiday weekend and people maybe coming home for the holidays and stuff, you never know when people come home and want to catch a a game. So that's true too. That's a good point. So it could go either way, really. Right. Never um, know. All I yeah. know is that we need to win. I just thought I'd dig there. I'm not even dig, worried about it. I dig Arkansas even... State there on that on their attendance. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I mean, I don't. We know, Joe. Don't. You don't. You don't want to guess. We know. We know. I just no. And I you, just don't, don't. You, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. I don't, don't care want. about that. You don't care. I don't. I know you don't. I know you don't care. I do. I thought it was funny. I don't care about the attendance. I don't care if there's nobody there and there's nobody in the gym and no cameras. They better just go and win. Oh, you're talking about right. You're you're talking about our attendance. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, whatever. I hope there's cameras there though. No, <laughs> I'm just saying because <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to watch it. But yeah, uh, yeah. You don't like guessing anything, but you you were right. I will concede that you said Buffalo was gonna come out. Our Syracuse is going to come out as a couple point favorite over Buffalo. I said no way. You're right. Hmm. So Thank you. figured Thank I'd, you. I figured I'd you know do and it. I did do pick it on Buffalo. Air. Even though I picked Syracuse to win, I did pick Buffalo in my bookie pick. That's right. You did, didn't you? You did. Mm-hmm. You picked them to win, but so you won the bet. You just mm-hmm. you just uh, sold your team out. <laughs> to do it. There was a chance that we could have won, and they could have won with the. Oh, absolutely. Stop it. You right. just stop. It. I know. I'm just playing. So. Uh, yeah. Don't put that on me. No, okay. All right. Well, all right, we're rambling. So I guess that's it. Right. Yeah, uh Saturday. It's rough, man. I know. It's sorry, guys. At least there was a positive, you know, with the uh recruiting class and everyone, you know. Yeah, the football game's coming today. up. We got something planned for football, uh, for the West Virginia game. And you know what? Another good thing, and we didn't really mention it or hit on it, I hit on it briefly in my um recap. Uh, Frank Howard, you know, he did score. Th- I mean, I know it's 13 points. Oh, big deal, right? Well, he's been, his average is like four <laughs> a game, and right. he's been awful. So, right. But um, that's not what we look for him to do. I mean, he's got to be a leader. He's got to be able to drive and kick just like he used to. And uh, Yeah, but it doesn't hurt know, to score. Obviously, it doesn't hurt, but well, we still saying. need him to be able to. He can score and still fulfill his other duties. If he's scoring and not doing what else he's supposed to be doing, then there's an issue. Yep. So, all right. Thanks to uh, JP Mulligans and Shopping Town Barber, Shopping Town Barbershop, Shopping Town Barbershop. Dude, they're moving. Gonna be Shopping Town Barbershop still. They're but, moving. But they're moving. Yep. They're out of. They're they're getting out of Shopping Town Mall because it's become a desert. Yes. So um, they're moving to um, the Fremont, Fremont Plaza. Fremont Plaza on, on yeah, on two ninety, mainly a center. Right across from uh, Red Apple. Yep. Yep, there's the, uh, Kenny's truck right there. What? Yep. 
Is the Kinney's drug still there? It is, isn't it? No. I don't know. I don't know. Used to be a there used to be a there used to be a Tim Hortons there. there. I know, but I, mean, I didn't go on. over there. Yeah. Used to Timmy be a, Hose didn't work out. That didn't last that long Tim there. Tim Hose huh? didn't work out. No, it didn't. Uh so thanks to Shopping Town Barbershop. Shopping Town Barbershop. Shopping Town Barbershop. Shopping Town. Shopping Town. Shopping Town. Um no longer gonna be in the mall as of I believe March. So um they're still there now. But anyway. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Armchair All Americans. Thanks to you guys for participating. Thanks for you guys for listening. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Cue the bells. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast. The fan's voice with Sean and Joe. Seriously? Seriously? At the last second like that? Man, it's weak. (laughs) Do you want to do it over? Yeah, let's let's edit that out. Oh, dude, you did it again! VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.